0: Hola, bonjour. Do you have anything to add? No. Welcome to the Skipper and the Greenie podcast. He is the Skipper with 10 years' experience, and I'm the Greenie. I'm in my second season. Uh, we're recording this in September. August is over. We are um, we're real life crew on a real life super yacht, uh, and we've had a long hot August. So we're here today to talk to you about living life at sea, more specifically, living life on anchor or mooring boy, or mooring boy as it is right now. So let me just explain how our season has looked and explained where we are and why. So we uh had our boss on board for the whole of August um and during those four weeks of August he they had their friends, uh different groups of friends coming and going. Um so we had four lots of changeovers of guests. Um but uh the owners were on board the whole time so that was August then they left us for a week um, and we were bouncing around Corsica and Sardinia so when they left at the end of August they left us in Sardinia um, and they left us on a mooring buoy um, so what that is is I think we should go back to basics and literally say what that is do you want, do you want me to do it? what is it's it? it's a big concrete thing in, on the ocean Floor.
1: Yeah. Uh, Not always concrete, but yeah, this one is. It's a big block of concrete. What on the bottom of the ocean? Could they
0: also be?
1: They could just be anchored. Right, okay. Or anything like that. And then it's attached to a chain, which is attached to a floating bit of plastic, which is known as a buoy. And And that's that's attached attached to to us. We have a line through a hoop on top of it. And so we're held in position by a big bit of concrete at the bottom of the sea.
0: Yeah, so we're not going anywhere, basically, no matter what weather throws at us. Hopefully. Hopefully, that's the point of them, anyway. That's the plan. Um, So we were left on a mooring buoy for a week um, while they went um, and did, you know, left the boat. I don't know what they did, and it's not our business. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Then our owners came back for another one-week holiday with... um, their family and then after that week holiday they've left us back on the same mooring boy uh, well not exactly the same mooring boy the mooring boy we were on before was just over there we're on a different one yeah. <laughs> but um they've left us left us back uh, on a mooring boy um for three weeks and then they come back for one more week trip
1: final trip of the, the season. final
0: trip and then after that we'll make our way back to Barcelona uh which is our home port at the moment for the winter uh so what is it Uh, what's that like? So this episode we wanted to talk about what life is like either on Anchor or on a mooring buoy because it is, um, it it can have its pros and cons um, and it has its troubles I'd say. Um, So I like to think of being on Anchor so being on Anchor is obviously slightly different you just drop your own Anchor um, and then hope that holds you in position a mooring boy is slightly safer when it comes to weather isn't it
1: um yeah, well, yeah as long as you trust the person that's put the mooring boy down but uh, you know your anchor can be a- is absolutely fine but on a mooring boy you, you kind of worry a little bit less because anchors can drag you don't know what the bottom of the seabed is like unless you're used to that particular anchorage um and whereas a mooring boy you know it's secure it's holding and and it's a big block of concrete at the bottom so you don't have to worry about any of that sort of thing as long as you've got your lines are strong enough you know your lines don't snap but then you just put several lines on like we have
0: yeah how many lines have we got on right now
1: we've got four on because there's a mistrow happening as we speak which is a very it's a it's a a wind that comes off um the land Uh, basically this particular wind comes from um basically France, the Alps, and goes through the Rhône, and then out over the sea, and it's where there's a massive difference in pressure, I'm not going to go all scientific on it but basically means that there's a very, very strong wind that comes out over the sea so much so that it gets from the south coast of France all the way over to Sardinia, but it's uh, you can see like really, really strong winds from it from um, like an easterly direction uh, we saw, last time there was one of these, we saw 46 knots which is quite breezy
0: Which would be a concern if we had just an anchor down.
1: Well, you'd just have to, you'd be a little bit more on watch, if that makes sense. You know, you'd just be keeping an eye on it more often and stuff like that. So
0: that is something I was going to mention. The difference between being on a mooring buoy and being on an anchor is that a lot of, especially bigger boats, if you're, if you've got an anchor down, they'll have anchor watches, Mm. which means someone's up, you know, they'll, they'll do watches through the night even um want to be awake just keeping an eye on the fact that you know the anchor's not dragging or the twisting uh you know any problems and
1: uh, yeah and keeping an eye on other boats because in on a mooring field they've been set up so that you've got enough space around you whereas if you're anchoring anyone can anyone can come up and anchor next to you and it might be too close you might swing into them so you gotta keep an eye on that you know and, and if you have dragged a little bit then it will bring you closer to another boat you know there's a lot more to think about whereas mooring boys have been set up to be safe.
0: So on a mooring buoy we can swing completely all the way around and not have to worry about banging into another boat uh, because they are spaced adequately um,
1: Whereas you don't know if someone's going to randomly come up and anch- anchor next to you. like Especially like, in the middle of the night, they could turn up, you know, that sort of thing. Or the wind can suddenly shift. So the way that everyone was pointing was fine. But then if it suddenly shifts, you move around and another boat might have anchored too close to you in a particular position. So Fun and games.
0: Fun and games. So it is more peace of mind, uh, especially for us and our size vessel. It is more peace of mind to be on a mooring buoy, which is how we've been left um, for these three weeks. So we're in that three-week gap now between boss trips. So we are in Sardinia. It's very nice. We have seen um, some really, really hot weather. Um, you know, August was extremely hot, uh, but we have seen some um situations and we have a mini mistral happening right now, so we are we are um, swinging around, rocking around right now on our morning buoy, although the sun is still shining in blue skies. Yeah, it's been raining
1: in the past couple of days, which is actually a welcome break from the heat.
0: Yeah, we actually quite like the rain. <laughs> uh, it's like, oh thank god, something different. I do and like it's, a not, bit it's not
1: red rain which basically means that the rain comes with dirt and dust in it which you do sometimes get so it means that the boat's staying fairly clean which is nice because if it's red rain then you've got to wash down
0: which comes with its own problems so this is what I was going to say so I like to think of being on anchor or on a mooring buoy as kind of like because yachting is basically posh camping yeah we can all agree with that yachting is posh camping very posh camping what I like to think of is um, where it, it's the, it's the equivalent of being in a camper van and um, parking up on the side of a road or in a field rather than going to a campsite.
1: That has all the facilities. That has
0: facilities. That's what being on anchor or on a mooring buoy is like. So
1: not to the certain extent because campervan might not have a toilet and a shower whereas... no i'm talking about
0: a nice like you know a posh one
1: Fomcy a posh one. a
0: posh camper van so if you go to a campsite you can plug your campervan into power you've got access to water you've got access to facilities when you just pull over in a field or on the side of the road you you have to be self-sufficient and that is what it's like being on a superyacht on either anchor or
1: mooring buoy. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So um, when you're in port, you can plug into shore power, and that means you don't even have to think about. Well, I don't you have
1: to um, worry about the batteries. You don't have
0: to worry about anything. Not you that you use, do anyway. No, I was gonna say I. Yeah, I don't really concern myself. But um, you can, you don't have to think about electrical equipment. You can use whatever you want. I can cook whatever, however I want to you just don't have to think about it, you're attached to shore power. Same with water, you can have lovely long showers, um, you, you can use as much water as you like because uh, you can fill up from the dock um, with fresh water anytime you like. All good. Now when you're on anchor or a mooring buoy, you do have to think about these things. So we do have a generator, so we have power. Power isn't an issue, it's just that you have to be mindful of it. You can't have, um, for example, our washing machine and dryer. You know, they take a, the cycles take a long time. You don't necessarily want to be doing loads and loads of laundry back to back, the generator is there, um, so you could, but you just have to be a bit more mindful of it.
1: And if the generator's not on, then you're on leisure batteries, which obviously like anything like an iPhone or anything, or even just like a car, you don't forget to leave your lights on because those batteries will go flat.
0: Exactly, yes, yeah, so you just have to be aware. And with water, uh, we have what we like to call boat showers. <laughs> Which is basically where you just wash the important bits. You don't want to. <laughs> well,
1: you just you, 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 you don't you waste turn it, water. You turn it off whilst you're shampooing, or you don't keep the tap running whilst you're washing your teeth.
0: Yeah, you know? exactly. So you you can't waste water because the water in our tanks is what we have right now. Yes, we actually have water makers, so we can make fresh water on board. But that takes a lot of energy. So the generator has to be on to do that. It takes hours. Um, to fill our tanks back up again, so you can't be wasting water out the tanks because it's just a mission to make more, and we are actually making water right now. So if you can hear, a like that, that's like the engine, uh, the generator. Sorry, working because we're making water. I've right just now. stopped
1: making water, but the generator still on.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you just have to be a little bit more careful with things like that and it's not a problem like if you run out of water you know you can make more it's no issue but tanks are only so big
1: well, it's just yeah it's just better to not have to make it um, often and th- that comes back to things like even keep maintain- maintaining the boat so when it comes to washing down that would normally use a lot of water so I, I'm just a bit more wary of not spraying the hose everywhere because you know that uses fresh water which is also our drinking water our shower water our toilets to flush them you know like you you gotta you gotta start thinking like that and instead of just being like you know in your in your own house and you can just forget that you've left the tap on (laughs)
0: yeah
1: not that that's any good to do that either but you know what i mean there's no worry if you have done that accidentally whereas on a boat it's a bit more of a pain
0: yeah and it is a hassle to make water. We have to lift up um, floorboards.
1: Again, we.
0: Okay, you that's have good. to <laughs> lift up floorboards and we have to get under a bunk. You have to get under a bunk. <laughs> it's, it's just quite, quite an ordeal, isn't it, really? It's just hassle.
1: Yeah, but that's why we just keep it to a minimum.
0: Yeah, because uh, we're left with just the two of us on board, our water consumption is...
1: Yeah, drastically reduced.
0: Yeah, when you've got a a boat full of people uh, with the owners and and their guests, um, we do get through it really quick.
1: No matter how much you tell them to boat shower, you know, they still don't do it as sort of minimalist as we do.
0: Yeah.
1: And to be fair, it's fine. They're on holiday. They're only here for a week. Like, they can do what they want. But it just, it's one of those things that if we've just, for example, filled up in a port, And then we've come out because of the port because they're going to leave us on anchor somewhere when they leave they then go and decide to use up loads and loads of water without thinking that we're we're still going to be living here like they're leaving the boat but they're leaving us with empty tanks which is no fun
0: i'll explain what really annoyed you the other day was the guests we we'd just been in in a port filled up brimmed the tanks with Uh, The fresh water from the port.
1: Delicious nectar.
0: Then we left. uh, We had one night um, on anchor before the guests left.
1: And that was just prior to the three weeks that we are on now, where we are Yeah, not in a port.
0: And that's the night that three out of the four women on board decided to wash their hair. (laughs) So then you were walking around going why do they all have to wash their hair why couldn't they have done it the
1: night before when I knew like, that i could top the tanks up in port
0: yeah they just said you just sounded like such a grumpy old man
1: well, they don't know the pain
0: they don't they don't um so yeah i had to keep my mouth shut because i actually really wanted to wash my hair
1: <laughs> so you have to, there's plenty of salt water around yeah. <laughs> you can jump in and wash your hair in the sea
0: um, so that is the difference between being in port and um, being on anchor or on a mooring buoy when it comes to domestics like that Yeah, there, there's other challenges so we're left on this mooring buoy for three weeks now that just comes with its own I think mental challenges. You can't just leave and go for a little wander. You can't just go for a walk. Mm-hmm. You can't just pop to the shops. You can't. You can't just. Oh, let me just go stretch my legs. Like, well, go. I want to go just, just have a drink in that bar or whatever. You can't do that. You're, you're surrounded. Planning. Yeah, you're surrounded by water. You're not attached to land. So to get to land, you have to use the tender. Uh, so our little rib um, which and ta- is fine uh, yeah, and take that ashore um, the rib is uh, it's got an electric engine um, so you have to make sure it's got charge uh, and then you can take the little diggy to the shore moor it up um, and then go do what you want to do so it's all just more of a mission like you can't just do a last minute oh just go do this no it's a full-on get the engine out of the lazarette put it on the boat take the dinghy ashore moor it up and then you can go do what you want to do and then you have to plan to come back um and then you've got to look at the weather as well like you know we've got a mistral coming through now um there's a possibility of some high winds uh it's not not actually meant to be a particularly bad one this time but there is a possibility like you say we've we've seen 40 something knots um you don't want to be taking our little dinghy out in that (laughs) um
1: you could but it would be very stupid because it's not very big and you know it'd just be very wet and horrible
0: yeah so you have to plan these things so what i do is um like we've looked at the weather and we knew this mistral was coming through so yesterday I provisioned for us both to make sure we had enough food on board to last us until Monday so the whole weekend basically um, because we do not want to get in a situation where say the wind does get up ridiculously strong and then we can't get ashore so it's things like that you just have to you have to think ahead you have to plan for um, you know, you, you, like I say, you can't just pop to the shop. You're not attached to land, so you have to plan in advance of what food you're going to need, or um, what, what, what the situation is going to be over the next few days. Or if you, if we want to go out for dinner, like we'll go. Okay, yeah, we want to go out for dinner. That takes. Okay, got to get the gotta get the dinghy out gotta do this gotta do that can't have too much to drink because then you've got to drive the dinghy back <laughs> you know, it all is just a lot of planning isn't it yeah and i think a lot of people don't think about that no i definitely didn't think about that before the season when we were told at the beginning of the season that oh yeah they'll just leave you on anchor or mooring boy for three weeks i didn't realize what that had meant well that has meant for me personally that i've had to give up my morning walks oh yeah i used to love going from i used to get my ten thousand steps in before breakfast yeah it
1: does it does hinder your movement so you need to try and i have i've been useless at it but it's because i'm just not very good at home workouts i prefer a gym so yeah i have been try try and keep active as much as possible during the day otherwise you can just end up sitting there all day
0: yeah um, I have been to still doing some workouts because luckily before the season I did buy some weights and equipment that is on board. So you bought
1: them.
0: We bought them. Um, so I have done some workout. well I do workout pretty much every day uh, but that, that is the only sort of physical activity there is that's getting done because normal movement yeah, if, if the
1: weather's if the weather's fine, we we'll, we'll, we've tried to make an effort to go for a walk. But obviously, again, that's not like you can just pop off for a walk. We've got to actually plan it.
0: And also, it's been too hot. Yeah, like, you don't want to go for a walk it's, in the middle of the it's day. It's actually
1: cooler out on anchor, which is a a blessing because if we're in a marina and and out here as well, we have the option, very luckily, to go for a swim. If oh it's yeah, really hot. I was
0: going to say the only other exercise we do is we can swim mm. or paddleboard. We've got paddleboards. But, um,
1: so life is again too bad. though if it's if it's you know blowing a gale you can't paddleboard and you don't really want to swim in it.
0: No. Um, but our, the spot we're in is pretty nice. Like you know to have dinner. You know because obviously we're here on our own, so our guest areas are our areas. So. Um, uh, you know to have dinner on the aft deck uh, as the sun goes down sat out here in Sardinia it's pretty nice and there's a pod of dolphins that comes, come into the bay pretty regularly apparently there's six of them the um, the guy from the marina has told us there's six in the pod and they yep. come visit semi-regularly and they've been getting braver and braver and they've come right up to the boat um, although we haven't seen them in a few days we've yet
1: to invite them on board
0: <laughs> they don't want to come play with us. <laughs> and next time they come in the bay, though, I do want to get straight in the water and see if they come over.
1: Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know. I don't know how that they would react to that.
0: No. So yeah, that, we just wanted to talk about the the pros and cons. Like I say, the pros it is that it is pretty spectacular. You know, well, we're obviously not too far from land. Uh, you know, we can take our tender in. Um, so we have a, a really nice landscape that we're surrounded by um, and the bay is very very nice uh, so massive pros and it is very peaceful you know we don't um, we don't have neighbours You know, when you're in port you've got another boat right next mm. to you uh, we do feel like we have a lot of privacy um, and it's very peaceful but the cons are you can't just pop off and nip off to do whatever you want. You, you are restricted in your movements and you have to plan ahead and think about things. Um, so yeah, there is I do like being in a port. I do like uh, the freedom that that gives you to see the, the land and the, be in a town and just go for dinner or drinks or whatever. Um lucky oh, it is good
1: to it, it's good to, have, to experiment with both.
0: Yeah. Luckily the the town that we we're, were moored outside of um is really nice, isn't it? They've got an amazing pizza place. Um and I only eat pizza when I'm in Italy, so we've been three times now. <laughs> uh so it's a really nice place and the supermarket's cute and got good fresh local produce yeah yeah um so we're bearing with it I think
1: we're coping we're coping
0: um. you, you shouldn't worry about us um does anyone want to have an update on the fridge situation because mm-hmm. I think we complained a lot about that last last episode the bloody fridges were not working um now they seem to be i don't want to drink it i
1: don't know why you've just said that
0: <laughs> we flew <laughs> we flew an electrician out uh to come fix them and having spent two days fiddling around we seem to have the big fridge working the little one still not um
1: just to explain that we needed an electrician not fridge expert because it was the electrics yes so like anyone that's like why would you fly electrician out? because the
0: problem was an electrical problem not the fridge problem
1: yeah the fridge actually works fine it's the, the boats
0: <laughs> it's the boat that didn't <laughs> it's
1: the it's yeah it's the it's the bits that turn the fridge on <laughs>
0: yeah so we flew um He's actually from the UK but was in Spain. Well, he's from
1: the, he's from the home birth that we birthed at in Barcelona, so he, he already knew the boat, so that was useful.
0: Yeah, so he came out.
1: There was no learning about the boat that needed to be done, he knew exactly where to go. And oh. he was very good.
0: Yeah, very good. Some fixing, fixing happened. Um, so and
1: now we can get milk out of the main fridge and not have to get under the seats to get milk.
0: Exactly. So li- life is better now that we don't have to move furniture around just to get some milk Um, and so that's our full update really Fridges are working waiting for the next boss trip in a pretty nice place and then we're back for the winter in Barcelona. Oh, I'll let you
1: know how many times we've gone to the pizza place next time. we talk.
0: Yeah like I say well it's been we've been to the pizza place three times over the whole summer and not not in the last like week or anything. <laughs> now we're here for another two and a half weeks I don't know how many more times we should visit it.
1: Maybe. At least four.
0: No not that
1: many. Three no. then. No. Two and a half.
0: No, another two times, maybe. I think one a week.
1: Maybe twice sit down, two take away.
0: (laughs) No, I'm definitely not taking away. So a pizza, good pizza. There we go. (laughs) A wood-fired or like pizza oven pizza has to be eaten within eight minutes of coming out of the oven that's when it's at it's best
1: well then it's a timed situation
0: yeah so I, don't, I don't, I'll I, sit I here
1: and I'll time you there and
0: back no we will never make it in 8 minutes I don't understand people that get takeaway pizzas like from a decent piece of place you are ruining it by doing that you have to eat it straight away you heard her yeah
1: this is when we should have stopped the podcast a while ago because we got off on tangents
0: I, that's fine I don't mind a tangent I'm a chef Listen to me.
1: Cook.
0: I'm a cook. Listen to me. <laughs> uh, proper wood fired pizza needs to be eaten within eight minutes of coming out of the oven. There you go. That's my la- That I'm going to end on that bit of advice.
1: Yeah. Nothing to do with the subject.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see you next time. We won't see you. <laughs> although, if you want to email, please feel free. But uh, I'll we'll hear from each other next time.
1: <laughs> see you later, everyone.
0: Thanks. Bye. <music>